conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. Nine minutes now before uh, four o'clock, we're in conversation next uh, with uh, Dr. Faisal Randera, who is a struggle stalwart, as we reflect on the life and legacy of uh, Dr. Esop Pahat. Tributes continue to pour in following the death of the former minister in the presidency. In remembering his contribution to the liberation struggle, President Cyril Ramaphosa says, Pahat was a thinker and a strategist who introduced a democratic, uh, non-aligned and activist South Africa to the global community. Uh, Dr. Faisal Randera now joining us on the line. And actually, Dr. Randera is actually at the, the funeral, which is currently underway at the West Park Cemetery. Good afternoon, Dr. Randera and thank you so much for making time for us. Good afternoon, and thank you for having me on, on the show. Sure, condolences to you and, and, and your fellow comrades, but speak to us about um, some of the reflections around uh, the work that you have done through the foundation with uh, Dr. Esa Pahad, but also um, listening into the other tributes that have been pouring in. Well, firstly, let me say that, that this afternoon's uh, celebration of Dr. Pahad has been uh, enormously su- supportive and satisfying for the family. We are just about to have the, the, the beginning of the official part of the funeral, the state funeral. The deputy president will be will be paying his tribute. Uh, we've already had the speakers from from the ANC, uh, Minister Kozanzuma, Zuma, uh, the, the general secretary of the SAPP, CP. Salib uh, Wapaila, and of course uh, uh, Prema Naidu, who's a, a lifelong friend of of of, of the Pahads, uh, and also a member of the ANC, and uh, so they they've all been paying their tributes. I mean, what comes across, and and that's the experience that I have had with Isaac from the time that I knew him, really from the 70s when when I got to meet him in London, and then subsequently when he came back to South Africa, is a, is a person who was totally committed to South Africa and the changes that needed to take place in South Africa, totally committed to the lift, uplifting of the people of, of our country. And, and, and this he did by, by showing his total commitment to the ANC and to the SACP. You, Almost every speaker, and that's the experience that we had with him, was that he was very robust in, in, in the manner in which uh, he, he interacted with people. And, and, and many a person misinterpreted that as, as him being uh, dismissive and rude to persons. But, but he was challenging. He was always challenging and, 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 and ensuring that when people came participated in deep debates, they, they, they did that on, on, on a firm ground. He, he respected quality as well as quantity. Um, and, and that's the memories that, that, that I have with Isub. I mean, of course, in the last several years, uh, because of the concerns that he had about what was happening in our country, he, he, he was uh, very strongly supportive of the and veterans of the ANC uh, in more recent times uh, to show his solidarity and with, with the people of Palestine. He, he, he was instrumental in, in establishing a structure called the Tambo Dadu Palestine Legal Fund. And 
and and he was always concerned that we were not paying sufficient attention to what was happening in the international community and within our continent itself. Thank you. Yeah. And the legacy now that he leaves behind, and you, you do mention that he also lamented the state that the country found itself in. Early on, I was speaking to our international news um, editor as well, Sophie Mugwena, and she had a conversation with him when um, they were paying tribute, actually, to Dr. Frini Jinwala. And one of the things that he spoke about was the state of the economy. And we know how close, um, at least um, to the vision he had about the working class, especially specifically considering that here we're also speaking about a member of uh, the SACP. What is it about his legacy that he, that, that he leaves behind that is also able to challenge policy positions and challenge policy approaches by the governing party? Well, I, I think that is, that is now left to us who remain. Uh, within our country, within the movement to take up the the challenges that he put us out. I mean, we certainly have not uh, reached that stage in our country where we can say that we've overcome inequality, that we've in un- overcome poverty and unemployment. I mean, those are the three areas of the economy that that continue to to challenge us on a daily basis when we when we see what is happening in our country, when we see our people still living in informal settlements uh, or living on the streets where people don't have enough food to eat when they go, go to bed at night. And of course, those are the promises that we made at the time when we when we came back into the country and and said that this will be a different government to take us forward. So, the, so I agree with you that that is the, the legacy that he leaves behind for us. Thank you so much for your time, uh, Dr. Faisal Randera, their struggle veteran. Um, and as we conclude that conversation, the acting president uh, of the country, Paul Mashatile, is currently on the podium and delivering the eulogy. Let's step into that.